Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 24th of February, 2023. This is the COB. It's a Friday. So that means I'm here with Andrew Gagan. How are you, Andrew? I'm all right, Nadine. Yeah, interesting today. Um, I think well, we're going to finish about one-fifth of a percent higher, but over the week we're still down. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, I think that's the third week in a row where we're going to end down, which pretty much, um, well, we're, certainly, we're, we're starting to erode all those um, profits we saw in January, aren't we? Yeah, it was funny. I was talking to Andrew Ticehurst from Nomura earlier today, and he said it's been a year of two halves, which is saying a lot in February, but it's yeah. really true. Mm. Uh, you know, January was just so strong, as you all know out there, and things have really taken a turn. And I can tell you, Andrew, every single morning when we come in, it's interest rate concerns, concerns about a hawkish Fed, concerns about the strong economic data that continues to come out. Well, in fact, all eyes will be on the states tonight when they get the PCE quarter flated. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is the the preferred measure as far as the Fed is concerned. Um, Look, I don't know that we're expecting any significant surprise there. Uh, but if, of course, if there is on the negative mm-hmm. side, then oh, you know um, anything could happen on equity markets, couldn't it? Really, given the state that investors are feeling at the moment. Yeah, I had a good chat with Elias Bivik from Tasty Trade, I think it is now, and he expects that the number may come in hot. He is expecting to see, um, yeah, some volatility. He thinks that risky assets are going to continue to come under pressure because he just doesn't see this run of strong data, you know, really ceasing anytime soon. You can find that interview up online. It's uh, really good. I've got a lot of time for Ilya and his views on where things are going. Um, so yeah, he just said brace for risky assets to continue to come under pressure as we move for the next few months. It's interesting though, we're getting more evidence perhaps that businesses in the States are now slowing their price, their price increases or, in fact, pulling them back. Um, Netflix overnight mm-hmm. announcing that it's actually cutting subscription prices in 30 countries as it tries to remain competitive. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Um, also, you know, just tying it back to reporting season here, but it was interesting speaking with Mike Sneesby, who's the CEO of Nine Entertainment. This was yesterday, but Stan's actually not seeing any evidence of people cutting back. In fact, their subscriber numbers rose as well. Um you know, obviously he puts it down to the content mix that they have on stand. But yeah, I mean, as we continue to talk about a lot of these streaming services and churn between them, I canceled my Foxtel subscription last week, Andrew. Do you know, I'd had a Foxtel subscription for 16 years and poor people. I mean, they they pretty much begged me to stay. I should have because they were going to give me Disney Plus for free and all this stuff for free. But yeah, I just, I can't imagine that there won't be more people just sort of thinking, do I really, I just wasn't watching it. It's nothing personal, Foxtel, just really, well, like, I mean, you've got a limited you, amount of time. If you're keeping that, 
what else are you going to yeah. get rid of? I mean, that's the way a lot of people are feeling at the moment, isn't it? And, you know, particularly as we approach the mortgage cliff in Australia, where we're going to see those fixed rates come off and go to variable, which is like a jump of, say, close to two up to six, which is huge. And, I mean, to that point, I was actually um, discussing this with um, Eliza Owen from mm-hmm. CoreLogic today. That's worthwhile checking out uh, what she had to say, just explaining how, how this is going to play out and the um, the risk that it, it poses for the Australian economy as, I mean, you know, it's certainly going to put enormous pressure on household budgets, where particularly a lot of those built-in buffers have already been breached. Mm-hmm. So what are people going to do to balance their, their budgets? Well, they're not potential. They could well fall into default. And, of course, that has a severe knock-on effect for the broader economy. I am... Um... I find it really fascinating talking about this mortgage cliff and hearing all the different opinions because you do have those that say, look, this is not actually going to be a very big deal. And then you have others, David Sokolsky from Carrara Capital yesterday in a chat who was saying, no, it 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 is going to be a very big deal um, because there are so many people sort of living on the edge. So, you know... To the point, uh, we've had a lot of these retailers coming out and warning about slowing, but I do think it's interesting that you still have some of these retailers beating expectations. Accent Group today Mm. is one of those companies that uh, the market is treating very kindly in the wake of its update. Uh, Shares up by about 7% today. Um, Yeah, there's just, there's so many, so many, feels like a pretzel out there, you know? Bad news is good news. Good news is bad news. Data is strong, trying to cool the economy, and, um, yeah, what's going to happen with the consumer? It's, it's, I read something this morning. They said you can interpret any economic data right now either as being one for the bulls or the bears. The bears can find what they want in it. The bulls can find what they want in it as well. It's a difficult investing environment. Yeah, it is extremely difficult. It goes to that question, particularly in the States, whether it's going to be soft or hard landing or... No landing, as the case may be, uh, but um, yeah. Look, as I said, certainly we'll get some indication. I guess what's coming with that uh, that PCE quarter flatter number. So locally, um, on the share market, yeah, materials still under pressure, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, this is in the wake of um, BHP and Rio having reported over the last couple of days. The their share prices hit again today, along with um, Fortescue. But you're also, I mean, you are seeing that that weakness in the iron ore price, so that's not helping. And once again, raises that question about what's going on in China, being the biggest customer for that resource. Um, whether that is now, you know, extended to the point where is potential downside because there's still massive issue with the property market there. Mm-hmm. Um, but elsewhere in the commodities complex, um, the lithium miners yeah. having a bright day, and I guess <laughs> Pilbara driving that because they had a stellar result. Yeah, Pilbara had a really great result. Its shares, it reported after the close yesterday, are up uh, significantly, up by close to 4%. Alchem out as well. Its shares are up by about 5%. So, yeah, when you look at the market heat map, mm. there's a little bright spot all around those lithium plays. But elsewhere, I mean, even gold miners doing pretty poorly. And I suppose one thing that's saving this market today are the banks. So, you know, the banks have been coming under a lot of pressure. However, today we've got CBA up more than 1%, the other big banks into positive territory. And then elsewhere today, sector-wise, I mean, energy looks pretty good. We had real estate performing pretty well in those consumer staples as well. We heard from Kohl's and we heard from Woolworths this week. Also had just 
back on lithium mineral mineral resources too. Oh yeah, uh, it's apologies. Profits, uh, profits surge for the first half uh, once again, driven really by uh, those uh, lithium earnings um, mm-hmm. there too. Uh, it's share price not not no, know, underperforming. It hasn't really gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah, a bit of a, a muted response there as far as uh, Minres is concerned. And uh, what else do we have? Well, Brambles. Brambles. In fact, that is not that's the stock of the day, is it not? Yeah, I do believe it is. It yes. upgraded guidance. Guidance upgrades have been few and far between. Let's hear what our guests, June Baylou from Tribeca Investment Partners and Mark Gardner from Macro Capital had to say. Look, um, uh, I will be buying at these levels because I do oh. think that even though the lithium uh, sort of prices has come off somewhat, but still pretty good prices. And I do think this company have very good uh, uh, assets and uh, and the iron ore itself, I, right. I'm reasonably bullish. So uh, I will be buying at this level. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I share the same opinion there. I think Minres is a buy um, here. Uh, it's one of those ones, though, it's always a really complicated one uh, over earnings because obviously they've got iron ore, they've got um, mining services, they've got lithium. So, and and realistically, I mean, we, you know, our view was we would look to buy it after the earnings report because there does tend to be moves like there was this morning, which was down about 5 or 6%. So, Andrew, that is a double buy from our guests. And if you'd like to hear their full thesis and their full reasoning, uh, you'll just have to listen to that in its entirety. You can do so via the podcast or go online, osbiz.com.au. You know what else is online, Andrew? Our survey. Well, yeah, that too. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought thought that was the cue. Just to remind you. I was going to say a whole heap of CEO interviews. Oh, yes, yes. Goodness, we have waded through them this week. Uh, I mean, it's it's always fascinating talking to CEOs because, you know, as a journalist, you don't want to hear, you know, what the company line is, do you? You try and dig a little deeper, just get a sense of how they're feeling about the broader economic environment and how it's going to affect the company. Because they're at the coal face. And also, you know, the question of August inflation, wage inflation, you know, really did become the question still in February. But also it was most interesting to just ask about, like, what are you seeing out there? What is happening? What's happening with the ad market? What's happening with demand? You know, do you think you're going to be able to pass those prices on still going forwards? There's a lot of answers to those kinds of questions in um, you know, in those interviews, um, also a lot of analysis. So if you go to the website, there's a reporting season rail, as we call it. You know, when you can go down and look at all the interviews that we've done. So lots of analysis because, yeah, all of our guests coming into this reporting season were saying it's going to be so interesting because it's back to fundamentals. There's no bubble. There's no enthusiasm for growth. It is show me the money. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. It's almost over though. <laughs> Yes, but um, I'll look back to my point too, uh, the survey. Oh, yeah, the survey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, come on. Uh- so, um, <laughs> what is it? It's osbiz.co forward slash help me out, Andrew. Um, so 23 survey. That's what it is. <laughs> you're the one that wrote it. Uh, are you not? <laughs> I didn't make the uh, You're right. No, look, I mean, the point is we, we do really want to hear from you because, I mean, it's pointless us just having a stab in the dark about what you want to hear. You've got to tell us what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who you want to listen to? So here's your chance. Yeah, and um, I got an email from a regular viewer, and I don't mind saying this. And he said, "Okay, Nadine, um, what else does this survey teach you?" And I said, "You know, I'll be honest with you. It also um, helps us figure out ways 
that we can continue to offer you Ausbiz and all of the expert guests and all of the value that you get from that for free. Um, yeah, so do it. There's some prizes to be had and we will let people know who wins those prizes next week, I believe. That's right. Pretty rare you get anything for free these days. Sure But is. we're serving it right up to you. <laughs> you just brought that conversation back full circle. I love it. <laughs> That's right. All right. So let's look ahead next week then. Um, locally, at least, look, we've got uh, retail trade that has remained uh-huh. strong. Uh, but we we now have, of course, that, that monthly CPI read. So that's, that's going to be critical just as far as the RBA, RBA Ooh, is because the last one came in hot mm. and that was not liked at all. Um, in the States, I've, we've got the ISM manufacturing. Uh, we've also got U.S. consumer confidence, which I was talking to. I can't remember who I was talking to today about that, just saying those are the really big ones coming next week in the U.S. after this really big one that comes tonight. You know, John, John, um, what's his name? John Blank from, from Zach's Investment. Yep. You know him. You talk mm. to him a lot. Yeah. Um, he gave me a rule of thumb. He said, whatever this core PCE oh, yes, yeah. comes in at, add Plus a percent, yeah. and that is where the terminal rate, the Fed funds rate, will sit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's just something, you know, when you hear something once, you'll never forget it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I'll do my maths tonight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy math. <laughs> all, Andrew, right. No <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, I think that does it. I was, you, we were just talking about what you're going to do on the weekend. Uh, well, we're going to record the last call now. So we're going oh, yes. to, so there's another free. Because we're doing that monthly now. Yeah. Last Friday of the month. And there's some giveaways in that program as well. We got to get going. Um, we've got a lot of reporting season talk coming up. And uh, of course, the big picture as well. No doubt you'll be uh, talking about, <laughs> let me tell you what, you'll, you'll be talking about inflation and rates, Andrew. Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> Nadine, have a relaxing weekend. Thank you. You too. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.